0: This is fit nation.
1: fit nation. Fitna- Fitna- awesome! <laughs>
0: A veteran and you are struggling or feel like you are leading a path towards the darkness, stop and think about those who are around you. Think about how they truly value you, how they will miss you. You are not alone. You need to talk to someone. Someone will listen to you. If you feel like you'll be a burden to someone or embarrassed to talk to someone in your inner circle or your family, call the anonymous hotline at 1 800 273 8255 and press option one don't make a permanent solution to a temporary problem. If you were a new listener, thanks for joining us. Please subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast apps to include the Military Broadcast Radio app and check out our family of shows there with multiple veterans having their own shows on there. You'll find something you like in their niche that uh, fits your, your lifestyle. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at the underscore Misfit Nation. That's the underscore Misfit Nation. This will keep you up to date on our latest news episodes and of course, the stories of our guests. Speaking of which... Our next guest is a dean of students, sports chaplain, author, and motivational speaker. He's a former track and field athlete at uh, Virginia Commonwealth, Commonwealth University, VCU. He blogs at Fatherhood on the Fly, where his slogan is, this is a good one, everyone. We're learning, we're growing, and we're getting better one day at a time. He uses a combination of encouragement and humor from daily experiences with his boys to inspire dads from different backgrounds to embrace the journey of fatherhood and all that comes with it. His first, first book, Slave No More, Conquering the Master Within, was released January 4th of this year. He is married to Kiera, and they have four sons, PJ, Joey, David, and Noah. So without further ado, let's welcome Paul Henderson to the Misfit Nation. Welcome,
2: Paul. Hey, Rich. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm excited I'm excited about this. I've been looking forward to it all day.
0: Awesome. I was looking on your LinkedIn. I seen we're both connected to Mr. Alan Simmons, great young man right there. I Had him on the show a while back.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, a very inspirational young man. Uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Alan's a friend. Alan is a friend, absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's yeah. a he's a great human. I like to call him. So
1: that's a yeah, good thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so, Paul, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your backstory. From as far back as you want to go to how you got going with what you're doing now.
2: Sure, sure. So uh, I'll, I'll go back. Um, I'll, I'll go back to my childhood. Uh, I'm the I'm the second of, of six boys and, and rich. When I when I first saw. On, on your podcast, one one of the things that I just really connected with. Um uh, you know, it was just your 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 relationship and your encouragement to veterans and your your focus on, on, on veterans. Uh, I grew up with my dad working at the commissary on, on Langley <laughs> Air Force Base. Now now the interesting thing is my, my father was not in the military, but my grandfather was he served 28 years in the United wow. States Army. Um, so my, my dad was definitely in he, he was born, he was a, definitely an Army, Army brat, If they, I guess is what they call it. <laughs> so he was born at, um, in Fort Eustis, um, ended up traveling the world with my grandfather and my grandfather ended up retiring for uh, from Fort Monroe. Um, so, uh, you know, just a heavy military background, um, uh, four of, uh, I believe all four of, or four out of five of my uncles served in some branch of, of the military. Two of my brothers currently serve in the military, one graduated the Naval Academy, one is an educator like myself, but he's also in the um, Navy Reserves. So that's two out of my five brothers. So just throughout my family, it, that's, just what, that's just what I knew all of my life, even though my dad wasn't in the military, very, very familiar with it. Um, you know, definitely grew up in a, fan, a sports family as well. My mom was a athlete, um, high school and college, and she played basketball at Hamp University. Um, and then that which led to my athletic career. I ended up, um, all of my brothers were athletes, uh, baseball, football, basketball from the high school up to the professional level. Uh, But for myself, I was a track and field athlete. Um, I ran in high school, which led to my career um, at at, at Virginia Commonwealth University. I ran the 400 meters and 800 meters there. And when I was there, I, I got involved with a group called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Now for me, during some of the toughest seasons of my life, you know, you like, you, you mentioned these hotlines. I remember going through some, some challenges, uh, you know, my, in my personal life that, that led to uh, me feeling like is my life worth living? And, and there was a group like the fellowship of Christian athletes that, that reminded me that I had a hope that, that my life had value, uh, that there was something bigger out there for me. And that, um, that, that, you know, and, and really quite, quite honestly, just encouraged me to keep on living just to keep on living. And then um that, that led to actually a career with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And then I, I taught for a while, uh, got in corporate America for four years. And now here I am uh, in, in 2022, I'm the Dean of Students at a, at a, at a small Christian uh, pri- private school here in Richmond, Virginia. Um, I'm the Dean of Students, athletic director, and, and I'm absolutely loving everything that I do because I have an opportunity to, to, to pour into the lives of, of, of students, you know, and, and who are our future. And um, I tell you what, I'm loving every day of it.
0: It's outstanding, and that's what I, we were talking in a pre-show about how busy you are. Just reading yeah. your your bio, uh, dean of students, uh, author, blogger, and none, none nowhere in there did it mention dad. And that's even a, a bigger job. You have four boys you're you're raising. And it seems yeah. like b- boys do run in your family. Since uh, you had a uh, five, but you had five or six brothers. Sure, sure. Your, sure. Brother, your dad had a bunch of brothers, so there a lot of boys in the family. So you had some uh, knowledge on how to raise them. But I'm sure having four boys at home that that's a full time job. Because boys do get in trouble. Boys do get hurt. They do do crazy things. Then you go and you're the dean of students. I'm sure there's a bunch of boys there that need a little twist every once in a while to do the right thing, and sure, they, that sure. keeps you busy as well. So. How do you uh, how do you manage all that? I mean, it's a lot of stuff going on at once.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, my, my wife and I—we've been married for ten years. Um, so what we do is um, our faith is very important to us. So that's that comes first, and then we love to focus on each other, figuring out how how can we um, how can we be the best versions of ourselves for for our boys. So for us, that's like okay, we're going to work on our marriage and be as strong. As we possibly can be. That's not without that's not without fault. I mean, in the first five years primaries our were very t- tough, quite honestly. Um, but around 2016, we saw a shift, and this was right before um, I, I wrote my, my my book here, "Slave the More: Conquering the Master Within." Um, so, so what ended up happening was during that time, I had, quite honestly, I had to learn um, how to be selfless. I had to learn how. To to take my eyes off of myself, yes, I've spoken at this um, event, yes, this organization has asked me to come speak, so on and so forth, but at the end of the day, I'm coming home. And when I come home, my family needs me to be present, starting with my wife. So once I learned that, and and, and honestly, it's still a learning uh, process. (laughs) And, uh, you know, you mentioned my slogan, we're learning, we're growing, and we're getting better one day at a time. I say that because I've messed up so much that I had to <laughs> learn to just take it one day at a time, and and and, and from that, rich, you know, I begin to learn more about fatherhood, learning how to be more intentional with my boys who are who are nine, seven, five, and two years old, and 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 then along with that, being a good example for them, not just teaching them the right way, rich, but but modeling to them things that I'm teaching them, so. Rather than me saying, "Hey, you need to apologize to your brother," am I? Are they seeing me apologize to my wife if I drop the ball? Rather than telling them to own up there to their uh, to their mistakes, you know, how about me modeling to them if they see me make a mistake? How about I apologize as well and own up to it so that they're able to see where they're teaching in action? And, and, and you know what? Quite honestly, Richard, it's the same. That's quite honestly, that's how I ended up getting this job as the of students because the head of school saw some of the things that I was writing on my blog and, and you know we're talking about owning up to your mistakes you know taking life one day at a time you know e- e- every day we're faced with choices which choice do you know which choice do we choose and he said you know what I think the things that you're sharing there which I'm still learning quite honestly would be good um, you, you know, you'd be a good example for the students that we have here on, on, on our campus. So it's, it's, it's definitely a daily thing. That's a, a daily journey. And um, I'm, I'm learning, um, you know, quite a bit as I could, as I continue to grow day by day.
0: That's the only way we can do things. If we, if we stop learning, then we become irrelevant. I believe that that's something I'd like to sure. say, if we don't admit that we need to keep learning and, uh, and growing, like just like your, your slogan says, it's a perfect slogan. Uh, we, we become the person that's outside looking in and not present, like you just said. You got to be omnipresent now, especially in the world we live in now where everything's sure. technologically advanced. And if you're not on a device, you're not LinkedIn or whatever, You're especially for the boys as they're growing up, as they get into their teen years, they're going to be on their phones and they're going to be chatting with their buddies and stuff like that. It's good that you set the example of being present when you're home with them. That's, that's a perfect thing to do and be present when you are present. And, of course, when you're absent,
2: also be present by your actions. Right, absolutely, yeah, and you know, like I said, it's and it's a learning it's a learning process, and there, there are times where I have to, where say I review my day and um and, and I look back, or or or, or perhaps I, I was I was really hard hard on my boys, but I didn't spend as much time with them. You know, I, I have no problem, you know, saying you know what I I was a bit harder than what 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 I should have been, you know, because I because I learn at the end of the day they'll remember that. You know, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll absolutely re- remember that. And once again, I want them to learn from my, my example rather than just the things that I say. Exactly. And I think that'll go a long way in their lives and it'll spread onto their children
0: as well. So it's a great thing you're doing. Uh, we spoke about your book a little bit at the beginning. You showed it just now, uh, Slave the Copper and the Master Within. It was released just this year, but I was reading a little bit uh, on your backstory, uh, how you wrote this. If you want to share your your writing approach and the hours you were writing this book, and that I mean that's that's pretty strong uh, resolve to what you are as a your passion to make, get this book out and also be available for your family during
2: the day. Oh, sure, sure. So uh, the idea actually came probably around ten years or so ago. I knew that I wanted to write. I didn't exactly know what I wanted the topic to be. Now, a little bit of background, my major was was history at Virginia Commonwealth University and my master's was in teaching. Uh, so I, I did take a lot of, of courses on on, on slavery um, and, and learning about slavery in the Caribbean, slavery in, in the Americas. And then you will read uh, documents like the, um, the Emancipation Proclamation. But one thing that I, I noticed was um, around that time that they did the Emancipation uh, Proclamation, uh, even though that was a document that said, hey, all slaves are free, there were still some who, even though they had their freedom, they went back and worked for the same slave master. And I, and I always thought that was a a, a very in- intriguing fact. Like, man, these, these guys are free, but they're going back and working for the same slave master. Now, I, I, I can't, you know, pass judgment because I don't know what it's like to have been a slave as an owned by owned by someone else. I, I, don't, I don't know what it's like. But at the same time, I would also see those who find uh, figure out a way to make a life for themselves and, and their family, and they embrace their freedom, no matter how challenging it was. Yes, there were bumps in, in the road and so on and so forth. But they say, you know what? I have a vision for freedom that I'm going to keep in front of me, and that vision will help me, you know, to. Uh, that uh, keeping that vision in front of me will help me to achieve a better life for my family. So what happened was I I would just in in current day life, I I, I would see all of these situations. I would see person A who was faced with a certain set of circumstances. And then I would see person B who has the exact same set of circumstances. Person A would find a way to to, to overcome. And I I really believe that overcoming starts with a decision. It absolutely starts with a decision. person B is still talking about the situation. And I'm like, so what start, what, what? separates person A and person B? And, and i tell you what, Rich, and every, every single person that I interviewed, I saw a common thread. And that common thread was a, was a strong, clear vision. A strong, clear vision to say, you know what? Yes, these are the cards that I'm dealt. This is a circumstance that I have. But I have something ahead of me that I want, whether it's for myself, you know, for my family, you know, for, for, for whatever that vision is, you keep that thing in front of you. Every single person that I interviewed um, who eventually became characters in my, within my inspirational fiction book, they all had that thing in common. I have a strong vision. I have a vision, um, you know, even though I couldn't go to school for, for five years because of the color of my skin, I have a vision to be a nurse. So I'm going to keep the vision of a nurse in front of me Therefore, when I go back to school, I know I have something I'm aiming for. So what happened was in um, around 2017, actually, I was teaching um, at a a, a private uh, day school. I just left the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I was teaching. I said, you know what? This is what I have a mattress in. I'm teaching. This is awesome. I'm back where I'm supposed to be. A little pay cut, but it's all good, right? (laughs) So so five minutes, months into the job, you know, we HR shows up and says, "Hey, we're shutting, shutting this oh, campus man. down. We have three, <laughs> we have three other campuses. They'll stay open, but this this particular campus, right? Uh, you know, the one you're working at, Paul Henderson, <laughs> we're going to shut it down." And that was distraught. My wife and I, we were at a tough part of our marriage. Once again, I mentioned 2016. Um, we were already overcoming that tough part of our marriage. We had two children at the time; third one on the way. We, you know, we were overcoming the challenges that we had in our marriage, and 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 what do you know? I don't have a job. What we're ended challenged. up happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that Jan, that January, uh, the the job shut down. Um, you know, you think you go find a job right away? It, it didn't happen. A couple of months later, you still don't have a job, and I ended up feeling like I was going down a tunnel, but I couldn't see the end. You, you know, I, I couldn't see the the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and then I went to an event. And this is the power of a mentor. One of my mentors came to town, and he said, "You know what, Paul? I, there's you have a little bit more in you. You have a little bit more in you than probably what you're given. You know, you don't have a job right now, but perhaps you have time for something else. Maybe there's something that you've been passionate about um, that that you, you that you really didn't have time for. Now you have that opportunity in front of you. You see, I read this a long time ago, Rich, and it's, it's, it's this: in every adversity." is a seed of a equal or greater benefit if you have a positive attitude. So I was in an adversity, wife, two children, actually at, by, by this time we had our third child when I, when I went to this event. We had so wife, three children, no job. You know, what's going to happen? Um, but the night, the same night that God told me this story, it's the same night that I wrote the words, Bobby was frustrated, which were the first words in this book. And, um, and, you know, it's, it's been pretty cool. So after I started writing, um, you know, I would look for jobs in the daytime and then between the hours of 12 a.m. and 3 a.m., I'd write, you know. <laughs> and then I would get up the next morning, look for a job, and then the hour between hours of t- 12 and 3 a.m., sometimes my wife would be up nursing the baby, sometimes she's sleeping, and then I'd say, hey, I think I got another chapter. And, she, and she's right there with me, celebrating along with me. And it's amazing. Um, that even during that process, it was also part of the healing process with my wife and I as well, being that we were spending that time together. So it was pretty cool, Richard, how, how it all turned out.
0: Yeah. When I read that the hours you were doing this, this guy's amazing. <laughs> <It's> basically <laughs> working on maybe an hour and a half of sleep a day almost and the, and still pushing forward. Like you said, with the, the adversity lies to see an equal rate of benefit if you have a positive attitude. You had that positive attitude. You started to write the book. Uh, Bobby just frustrated. It was your first line you said right? And then yes, sir. you move forward with it and you, you came out with an, an entire book over time. Of course, we, no one writes a whole book in the day. So don't, don't worry about that. And you, you took your time. You did it right for interview process. You met a lot of great people, I'm sure. And uh, built your network along the way while in, interviewing a, a lot of uh, great Americans along the way uh, to find out the re- true roots of the cause of things and write, write a great book. And I th- I love the title of the book, uh, your slogan. And then of course, your blog, uh, Fatherhood on the Fly, <laughs> that's great, and especially having four boys in the house. I'm sure it's it's a fun thing, and you get to write those notes every night in that blog and knock some stuff out there.
2: Yeah, 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 it, it's it's fun. You know, the, the cool thing about it is my wife and I were talking recently, it's like the common thing between Slaving the no More, Conquering the Master Within, and Fatherhood on the Fly. We're learning, we're growing, we're getting better one day at a time. The common thread is the one day at a time. Because every story that's told through this book, every character um, that, 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 that this young man Bobby sits down and, and has a cup of coffee with, has lunch with, has um, you know, dinner, dinner with, they're telling their story of how they overcame adverse odds, whether it was um, you know, some type of racial discrimination, whether it was some type of um, health, um, um, uh, health or physical ailment, whether it was some type of um, you know, sexual trauma, they're telling their story of what they dealt with and how they overcame. And the common thread was a clear vision, but they did it one day at a time. It, it, you know, it, it wasn't like you, know, you wake up one day and all of a sudden everything's changed. No, they literally say, you know what? I have a vision You know, to, 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 to overcome whatever their given circumstance was. And Bobby was learning through their story how one day at a time you can choose to overcome. And the best place to start is, 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 is right where you are. And, um, and, and it's the same thing with fatherhood, you know, it's a one day at a time journey, you know, whether you didn't have a father in your life or, or perhaps your, your dad was there, but maybe he was, you know, a bit absent or whatever the case is, if you want to be better and provide a better life for your children, it starts with one day at a time.
0: Exactly. And uh, when I had my daughter, people wanted to give me books on how to be a father. I said, I don't think a book can tell me how to be a father. I have to I have to learn. A book sure. isn't going to tell me what, how to react when she goes to the bathroom on me or how, how to react when she pukes on me, you know, just by circumstance. It doesn't tell you that in a book. You got to learn that on the fly. And like you said, sure. each day was a new learning adventure. The day she fed the, the goldfish a cup of milk. I mean, That was a, that was a learning experience and uh, we lost all our fish after struggling to get that thing clean and working, but we learned and we grew that day. Uh, We knew not to feed that milk anymore. We're not to feed the VCR Cheerios. That's also, (laughs) but there's no book that tells you that stuff. And like you said, learning on the fly and each day, one day at a time is the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. Sure. Absolutely. So so Paul, I mean, I know you're busy. I know you got a lot of things going on. You got one book out. Do you have a second book in the works already? Or do you have an idea for a second book?
2: Yeah. So yeah. That, thanks for asking. I appreciate uh, the question. So um, I, I definitely have an idea for a second book because I thought it was going to be the first book. Um, but when I started <laughs> when I started writing it, it uh, the the story just just took a path of this on. and 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 I'm, I'm I'm very pleased with with uh, the direction of it. I've gotten a lot of really good feedback from um, a diverse group of individuals um, from all from all backgrounds, um, you name it, you name the background of somebody from that background that has found a lot of value. So that's that's been um, very encouraging. So the next book is, is hopefully going to go down the path of the original intent. Um, right. So we'll see it, but at the same time, what, what I didn't have at the time was a story format I thought uh, when I initially started writing that it would be you know more of a book with with simply principles. Uh, but what I found is that writing it as a story, um, a lot of people said that it was it was actually easy to read. So as you're pulling the the principles from every story, it's like, oh, it's almost like you're following this young man's journey, and you're you're learning as he's learning. And um so being that I've gotten such good feedback, I'll, I'll more than likely stick with the same um uh, the same format. And then, um also a school that I spoke at um, um amazingly, the same school that 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 uh, had the layoff and shut my campus down, they had three other campuses, and who would have thought that five years later that same organization would be the first outside organization to ask me to come speak uh, to their students? so uh, that they actually asked me to develop a workbook, so that's something that we also um, have have in the works as well that we're we're developing a workbook um, to, to help, uh, especially the, 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 the uh, sweet spot is probably young adults. Um, but man, I tell you what, the seventh grade class in my school is reading this. Um, and in this other school, I think it's, uh, in a 10th and 11th grade class to reading it. So we have a workbook that's in the process as well to, to help us grow, um, you know, one day at a time.
0: That's outstanding, and, and again, keeping you busy, keeping you on your on your toes, and uh, keeping your your brain going straight and forward all the time. So, yeah, uh, sir. I mean it's a blessing for you to keep that uh, knowledge knowledge base growing each day, and able to share it. And also, like you said, five years after you were let go by that school, you were invited back. So right. if they didn't have to close that school, they would have kept you. You're on, obviously you were a value to them, and they knew that, but they couldn't afford you at the point. So. They brought you back and they applauded you, applauded your efforts, and now you're in their school with your book, and their their students are uh, reaping the rewards of your knowledge.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, I definitely appreciate those kind of words. Um, it, it was, you know, I'll tell you what, um, it was a different campus, about an hour away, but it, it was definitely surreal to walk back in there, um, knowing that five years prior, I was like, where am I, you know, what's my next step? Right. Uh, but um, yeah, to, 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 to be able to share value, and still, you know, not, not, not hold a grudge, but to say, Hey, you know what? You all have a great mission. And if I can still partner with you and, you know, and help and affect the lives of, of the students, you know, you know, really quite honestly, get rid of my ego for, for a minute and, and put the, it put the students first. It, it, um, it, it, it was impactful. It, it was definitely impactful and it was definitely well worth it. Uh,
0: I see it helped you on your path. And uh, like you said, every action, it leads us to another path as long as our attitude is in the right direction. And I think your attitude is perfect for what every adversity you've been handed, you've been on the right path or the path to glory, I like to call it. So yeah, you, that's a great way to do things. Where do, where can people pick up the book right now?
2: So, so, yeah, so I, I, a great question. You could pick it up at any online retailer. Any online retailer, you know, your your, uh, your Barnes and Noble books million, um, Amazon of course, uh, Target, wherever you <laughs> wherever you typically buy your books, if you if you go online there, you you can get you can pick up the book online, and um, and uh, yeah, absolutely, and 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 definitely leave a a comment and and review, and it's always appreciated. <laughs> that always helps on both sides of that one, yeah. Uh-
0: sure. And how can someone get in contact with you if they want to have you either maybe come to their school or speak digitally to their school to talk about the book and get their students uh, riled up and uh, pumped up to read the
2: book? Sure, sure. So you can reach me um, on, on Instagram at, at fatherhood underscore on the fly. Dot com, um, oh, excuse me, fatherhood underscore on the fly. That's fatherhood underscore on the fly. On LinkedIn, um, it's Paul A. Henderson. So if you typed in the link in with the four slash P.A. Henderson two, um, that's where you'll find me. And then my website, which actually has links to both, is um is is dot uh, paulanthonyhenderson.com. That's paulanthonyhenderson uh, dot com. And my a good email address is slave no more book at gmail.com. That's slave no more book at gmail.com.
0: Outstanding, Paul. Thanks for taking some of your time this evening to share your knowledge and your journey with us. It's been a great chat. I look forward to your next book coming out and maybe having you on again for that
2: release. Uh, th- thank you so much. I, uh, thank you so much, Rich. I really appreciate your time and I, and, I, and I absolutely love what you're doing. Keep on being an encouragement and a light. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hello,
3: darkness, my old friend. with you again, because a vision softly Mm -hmm. creeping Mm -hmm. left its scenes while I was
0: We do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on this fit, na- this, 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 this fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up and comer in any industry of music, in the arts. Have them reach out to us on misfitnation.com We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. Because we are <laughs> The Nation.
4: Maybe that's the damn truth If home is where the heart is I'm homesick for you Well it says Kane Brown On a sign with a line out the door Sold out some little town I've never been before Yeah they're screaming my name This is what we dreamed about but out here singing about you, baby All I'm thinking about Is how I'm homesick This feeling That I'm feeling, no we Don't quit It's like half of me is missing Heaven knows it, That all I wanna Do is be alone With Your brown eyes are tangled Up just holding On to you Tonight tell the Maybe that's the damn truth If home is where the heart is, I'm